Nature's Comics. Comic books. An art form early alive. We can rebuild them. We have the technology. With digital downloads and bookstore penetration, which sounds a bit rude, we can make them better than they were before. Better, stronger, faster. Hello, lovely people, and welcome to another Hey Kids Comics. Um, what episode's this, Michael? 18. 18. Because we did our Thor special, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yes, we gave you an Easter special treat. How lovely are we? We're very lovely. And no calories. We gave it for free. We do. Better than chocolate. Better than chocolate. It doesn't make you fat. Like yeah. chocolate. Uh, this is part two of our ongoing, boy is it ongoing, coverage of Blackest Night. And to save time and effort which will help us a lot when we come to the editing, we'll cut straight into it. Okay, picking up exactly where we left off last time with Green Lantern 47, entitled To Helen Back. The cover, nothing to do with a woman named Helen Back, presumably. Who is Helen? (laughs) (laughs) You just get that. (laughs) Quality. Uh, The cover, Green Lantern and Sinestro are fighting a Black Lantern. Um, It's alright in that something's happening. I'm not a big fan of Dumbanke's art, which I think I said last time. Um, I mean, it's better than my chicken scratches, but all these gritted teeth makes me think it's 1995 again. No, Dad, 2011. Yes, okay. Anyway. It's Abin Sir. It's Abin Sir, the fight in there. Yes. The Blackest Lantern version of Abin Sir. Blackest Lantern. Yes. You know what I meant. Damn, man. Yes. It's your synopsis, young Michael. Indeed it is. Pretty do carry on. On the planet... Smalt. Smalt. The pepper. <laughs> the now revived... <laughs> I'm sorry, that just amuses me. The now revived Lyra attacks the Green Lantern Corps members and Atrocitus is attacked by the other four members of his old gang. Now, all the Black Lanterns... Because Atrocitus', Atrocitus is planet has yes. been destroyed, hasn't it? Yes. And is that Smalt? Smalt. Is his no, whole planet? No, no, Or is he from Quad? He's from... No. No, the Antimonist is from Quad. He's from SpaceX 666. I don't think the planet's destinated, but he then goes to a car and... And is that no, not his malt? Smalt. No. He then goes to Smalt and shouts the Green Latin Core, though. Okay. Red, red Latin, either. Alright, fair enough. So, so even you're confused. Yes, I know. <laughs> so all of his old group are now Black Lanterns. Knowing that Atrocitus is full of rage, one of the Black Lanterns rips out his hearts in hopes of killing their old mate. There's lots of Temple of Doom-esque ripping out of hearts going on in this. Hmm. There's a bald dude with a thing on his head. Moloram. Moloram. Moloram Sudaram. I think that might have been Invasion, though. Was that a different comic? Yeah. It's all very confusing. Feeding on his emotions and recharging the Black Power Battery. However, the Black Ring designated to Atrocitus... Atrocitus, after he dies, <laughs> is unable to connect with him. With him! Which out! And Atrocitus jumps at the Black Lantern, 
biting him into two. I think this story is excessively violent. No, it is fun. Bit of the old ultra-violence. Besides, if, if children read this and got violent, at least it's better than them getting violent from playing Grand Theft Auto. That's true. Because they're getting educated at the same time. Yes, because at least they're reading. Mm-hmm. On Karuga, Abinsa fights Hal, trying to mess with his emotions by bringing up Hal taking Abin's power ring and then killing the Green Lantern Corps. But now that Hal has gotten over Parallax, he drills a hole in Abin's side. Literally. Meanwhile, Arinsa flies to Nestro down through the street. Is that his daughter? No, his sister. His sister. Where she died in his arms. She tells him that she died because of Sinestro's control. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sinestro was (laughs) his best friend's sister. I think I've heard that story before, but yeah. That never ends well. No, she dies. Yes, that as well. Refrigerators with girlfriends in and such. Carry on. Just clear of that in my head. Yes. She tells him that she died because of his quest for control, and then asks him, has everything he's ever done been worth her death? Sinestro stands looking for an answer when Indigo One flies down, nearly killing Aaron with the green light. Isn't that the point, though? What? To kill the Black Lanterns. Yes. So why is Sinestro stressed about that? Because he brought up... Because he quite liked her and she brought it up and she's messing with his emotions. But she's dead. But she's messing with his emotions. Better macrophilia, Dev? You tell that to Al Pratt or whoever dies. Yeah, whoever dies next. Like, there's a big long list. There is a long list of people that are dead. In a last-ditch effort to kill Sinestro, Arin lies there, making her face look alive and well, and tells him that she loves him. But he aims his ring to kill her, until Hal flies flies down with Abin. The light team together re-kill Abin and Arin just as... (laughs) (laughs) Re-kill? Only in comics. Just as Abin says he recognises Indigo One. (gasps) I know. And thus, a major plot point cometh. Which we still don't know anything about. No. Sinestro decides to put Hal in charge, and they leave for the Blue Lanterns, before Sinestro tells his corps that the Green Lanterns are now allies. On the planet, Xanxi. Xanxi. Okay. John finds the green power battery that was calling him, and behind him, a hand wearing both green hand black ring rises. I'm always reminded of that bit in Superman 2, when you say stuff like that. The crystal... Well, it called to me. And Lois looks at him like, it called to you? And Superman's like, I know it sounds a bit stupid, but you stood next to a guy in in a cape who can fly, so go with it. (laughs) On Odin, the Blue Lanterns continue to fight the... Odin? Odin. Oh. Why was Odin? I thought you said Odin. Anthony Hopkins was going to show up. (laughs) I say thee nay for Odin for Asgard. He'll he'll start eating the orange lanterns. (laughs) Until the light team shows up and the orange lanterns disappear. On Okara! Larflees runs, chased by the black lanterns until Atrocitus shows up, demanding the orange battery. Ooh. Ooh. To be continued. Which which seems to be, you know, the, the state of affairs here. Page two! Of this. Now, I don't really know if I should be discussing this with you, given your youthful age. Right. But the drawing in the middle of the main gag- bad guy's chest is unintentionally drawn to look like vagina dentata. What's that? Or possibly not unintentionally drawn wow. to look like that. What, what is it? Um, it's a vagina with teeth. Like that film? Yes, exactly like that film. 
Well, well, yeah, I let's, start... let's not carry on with the thought process, though. But I'm sorry, I immediately thought that when I saw that. And like, I'm that, like, that. what rating is this comic? It's, I'm just not sure about that. Speaking of which, what's with all the tentacles? Uh, I don't know. When did Green Lantern become hentai? What's that? That's that Japanese comic slash film slash art form word tentacle rape. Pretty little schoolgirls dressed in school uniforms are raped by tentacles. It's a big thing in Japanese. Japanapes? <laughs> Japanapes? Japanese, Japanese animation. Never heard of it. I've heard of it. Look it up. There are lots of nice little character pieces here. Hal and Dead Abin Sir and Sinestro and Aaron Sir. And it's all pretty good. But I don't really have a lot to say about this. It's, it's the middle bit of the story where stuff happens that just moves it to the next level. There's a part of me that thinks that it should really have been part of Blackest Night rather than Green Lantern's own title, but I'm sure I've bitched and moaned about crossovers before. Yes. Yes. Are you bored of that now? I mean, moaning about crossovers. It gets to a point. Yes. Okay. Doug mounts art and sometimes doesn't work with the necrovision. Like, page 8, panel 4 is re- a good panel it really works quite well if you can find it if i can find it page eight is that one that one that's really also the shot of hal where he's all green yes but then as opposed to being very normal opposite page the one of sinestro that doesn't work well why not what's the difference that looks quite cool with the white shading and stuff the bottom panel of page eight and, but that it, bottom panel of page nine. His face with the yellowness, it just looks weird. Well, isn't that is that not deliberate? I don't know. Because isn't he showing off different things though? No, I mean just the artwork, not the colour. Oh, because you can't make the artwork out because of the colouring. Yeah, is what you're saying. All right, fair enough. Um, for the last, for the past issues, John Stewart's storyline has only had one page in every issue and seems out of place see this is what I said to you last time I think it was last time we recorded that over a week ago I've forgotten what we said it was probably last time was it but I think Blackest Night should have been 12 issues and the entire story should have been told in the like crisis Mm. and this book Green Lantern could have just focused on John Stewart and what John Stewart was up to and then they could have just had little bits in that oh John's off doing this somewhere and they could have gone okay that's a good idea let's give him some time and carried on with what they were doing um, it's not a bad issue is it all told yeah. uh, there's also a big gap in it I mean, is there remember when uh, Atrocitus just ripped the Black Lantern in two yeah next thing you know he's on Okara chasing uh, the Orange Lantern so was that in Tales of the Green Lantern Corps or something like no, that because there's Tales of the Green Lantern that, no there's Tales of the Lantern which doesn't have anything to tie into this at all. Right, because I've never even looked at it. I don't know if it is in another tie-in or not. Right. Because there's a whole thing in the uh, Green Lantern core of Guy Gunner becoming a Red Lantern. Oh, right. Which That's, isn't mentioned It's in not mentioned at all in this, all, is it? No. no. Okay, right. Well, it's, it's a good issue. It's perfectly adequate. Um, we're going to cut to a tune of some description but you're editing all of this so I have no clue what you're going to do I will be editing it unless the laptop doesn't die yeah unless audacity kills again like it did last time and when we come back we'll be moving on to Blackest Night 4 
enjoyed that tune, Michael. Did you? Yes, it was a very good generic pop song by a generic pop band. I'm going to put no effects in that. With some relation to colour, which is what we're talking about. Was there a band called Rainbow? I don't know. You should so put a song in by them if there was. Seems to sound vaguely familiar. I'm going to put a band in you really don't like now. I wouldn't care. I could fast forward it. That's what the fast forward button's for. I'm going to break the fast forward button. Damn you! Break it. Damn you and your cursed wily ways. <laughs> Blackest Night 4. The cover. It's another big skull. No, and some more bad. rotted corpses. Yeah, is that thingy? Who's that? Is that Necron? It's him. The dude dressed up in a reptile. Oh! Oh, I know who that is. Teeth, What's his name? Teeth, nose. What's it? He's crawling out. Copperhead. Right. That's who that is. He was a bad guy. What's he called? He's crawling out of his name. He's not crawling out of his name. He's crawling out of his own coffin. With his name on it. Yes. So that gave me a clue as to who he was. Anyway, it's a, a cover with more decaying and smelly corpses. They're well drawn. Big skulls and smelly rotting corpses. Yeah, no point in any of these stories do people say, boy, does it smell in here, do they? Maybe zombies don't smell. They're dead. I know, but maybe they have a zombie thing with them that makes them not smell. They have zombie deodorant. The black rings. <laughs> you can just see the advert from Lynx, can't you? <laughs> having a, like having a, a bad day. <laughs> maybe the black ring covers the smell. The black ring is very considerate in that way. Yes, it's, yes. it's thoughtful to the people it's killing. Yes, fair enough. Okay. With Hal beamed away by Indigo One, which is what happened prior to the two issues of Green Lantern that we've just covered... The remaining members of the Justice League are getting their collective asses handed to them, given that they are very, very outnumbered. Not Dead Firestorm, who, if you remember, is merged with Dead Firestorm, takes control of Dead Firestorm because he's a bit miffed that Dead Firestorm killed his girlfriend. He tells the Flash that Dead Firestorm wants him and he needs to evacuate the Earth. The Atom grabs a hold of Mera and Flash and uses his size controlling belt to zap them all through a telephone line and away from the Black Lanterns. On Earth, the Scarecrow feels no fear and Lex Luthor gets a little panicked when he realises that all the people he's killed, if suddenly resurrected, may decide to have a party on his head. Flash tells Mera and Atom they are all that's left. They need to defend the planet until Hal and the rest of the Green Lantern Corps can shut down the Blackest Lanterns. Mera and Atom take off to find an older Green Lantern, Alan Scott, whilst the Flash rounds up a bunch of other DC heroes, Wonder Woman, Green Arrow, Black Canary and the Teen Titans. Oddly, Black Canary isn't a black woman. He tells everybody to regroup at Central City where the Black Lanterns have docked their power lantern. He arrives just in time to see Black Hand bid Necron to rise. It's all getting very dramatic at this point, isn't it? What do you have to say about that one, Mike? Page one, pal two. Yes. Black Hand walks over Hal Jordan's parents' graves. Yes, Martin and Jessica Jordan. Now, the last time we saw him, he was digging out Bruce Wayne's skull. Yes. So, he's walked from Gotham to Coast City. 
As he walked? Yes. How far away is it? Well, judging from previous issues of Green Lantern, it isn't that far if you fly. Yeah, but he's not flying, he's walking. I know. I mean, nothing's that far if you fly. No. I mean, Smallville's only down the road from Metropolis. Apparently, <laughs> according to Smallville. Um, well, you see, mm, I don't know, because I don't remember them mentioning that. Can, can Black Hand beam? We do see him flying in the first issue of Green Lantern. So it's logical to assume that he flew. But it's... Well, Coast City was destroyed in Death of Superman. Yeah. So is Coast City not near Metropolis? It may be. See, this is the problem with DC having fictional <laughs> cities. Where the hell are they in relation to each other? Especially when you consider that the Teen Titans live in New York! But so does Superman. No, Superman lives in Metropolis! But Metropolis is New York. No, it isn't. The Metropolis State Building is the Empire State Building. It depends where they film the films, but in the comics, geographically, isn't Metropolis supposed to be... I don't know, actually. Let's say Smallville State, Gotham, Texas. Gotham is Chicago, isn't it, now? Somewhere, yeah. Or is that just because of that's where the film Batman begins? Probably. Right. I'm just thoroughly confused. As to the locations of the the DC universe, I'm sure somebody must have done a map at some point. Got Google Earth and just pointed. Yeah, <laughs> DC Earth, yeah. and you can have a look where Metropolis. There's a Marvel one as well. Yeah, dear me. Uh, well, he, I can assume he flew. To be honest with you. Fair enough. Uh, page two and three is a real oh boy moment. Yeah, there's a flash right there. Yeah, because he's he's quite surrounded by dead people there, isn't he? I yeah. see dead people. Who's he? With huge eyes. I have no clue. I'm not a DC kid. I was a Marvel zombie. So of all of them, though, I can. That's Doctor Light. Or is it Polaris? No, I think that's Doctor Light. Right. And that's Copperhead. But the rest of them, I'm struggling with. To be honest with you. Who's he? I've seen him in some. He's probably. They were probably all in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He was because I remember him on the cover. Yeah, because they weren't dead then. Mm, Well, but you know, they'll get better. I'm sure. Um, the parts about Scarecrow and Lex Luthor seem out of place at this point, but as soon as tied into the story. Yeah, see, I, th- I thought that when I first read it. It's like, why is he introducing Scarecrow and Lex Luthor at this point? But it is because later on, the rings decide to seek out new hosts, don't they? Yeah. Um, and the, so that's why they're there. I do like Blackest Night. Azrael. Azrael. He is <laughs> he, he's pretty cool. I quite like him. I, I arguably like him more than real Azrael. It was a big stiff whiner. Yes. Page 15 and panel 5. Yes. I'm quite liking how Dr. Fate's mask is changed to look like a skull. If you look at it though. Oh, yeah! It's only a subtle yes. detail, but it looks like a skull. Yeah, that's very good, that. Yeah, it's, he's not took his mask off, has he? No. No, that's very good. I, I approve wholeheartedly. The Flash is skull showing as soon as the black power battery hits 100 is a shout-out to when the Flash died and came back. However, this does not happen to Hal Jordan at the same time, according to the next issue of Green Lantern we'll cover. What is that? Uh, it's near the end of the issue, mm. because he's running along there. And we have a yay moment, and then an aww moment, and then he's running and turns into a skull. Oh yes, power levels 100%. Ah, I see, yes. I liked that this issue was almost entirely The Flash, Yeah. to be honest with you. Um, because I do like The Flash. I have a soft spot for The Flash. I prefer the Barry Allen one. Well, this is Barry Allen. Yes. Uh, now, I don't know how you read this, mm. but how I read Necron was brought back, because he was in previous issues of Green Lantern, before yes. Rebirth, 
Yes. Um, he'd been previously defeated by Cal Rayner. Right. He was then powerless and left in the dead plane. He called out... The dead plane? Yeah. <laughs> the bat plane? No, it's like you're actually different planes. I know what so you mean. You're planes of reality and yeah. there's one for dead people that aren't going to heaven or going to hell. Yes. Right. So, um, he called out to Scar and William Hand and try- got them to revive the dead members and kill the living ones to bring up the power level to make him power enough so he could get away from the plane. Right. Something like that, anyway. I'll take your word for that. I had no idea. It just seems far too confusing to me. <laughs> That's how I read it, anyway. Um, it didn't seem confusing when I was reading it, to no. be fair. Th- those are, that is really quite cool. Page 24 and 25. Yeah. Lots of dead bodies crawling out the graves again. Yes. Is that Black Hand? No, that's Necron, that's Black Hand. Oh, yes, he's revived Necron now, hasn't he? And, Necr- and Black Hand's walking around. Alas, poor Yorick, with Bruce Wayne's skull. Mm. I knew him, Horatio. And have you noticed? A man of infinite jest. Yes. When the... Doesn't really describe Bruce Wayne, that, does it? Oh, A man no. of infinite jest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, I was being Bruce Wayne. Oh. A man of infinite <laughs> jest. I don't think he has a sense of humour. No, if you look now, now that the black power battery's on Earth, mm-hmm. the page borders are all black. And is that all the way through the rest of the story? Until the big finale. Excellent. Indeed. Until part eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another question. Who are those two dudes, though? In the middle of the power battery? Yeah. I have no idea. I do have a theory and I've not looked it up yet. I have what? a theory that it's the... a demon. A dancing demon. No, something isn't right, though. Mm. See, they're, they're not in it before it teleports here, but right. I do have a theory. Bear with me now. I'm burring with you. Dun, At the end dun, of the Agent Orange storyline... Dum, 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 Yes. There is a little thingy, though, where there's... He's off searching for the black power battery. Yes. And then he's with, tagging with, along Is with that, him. what's his name? Tomar Ray? No, this is some other dude. Oh, right. And, apparently after this, they die. Okay. So I think it's them two. <laughs> oh, it could possibly be. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Fair. That's what I think, anyway. Yes. Um... Yes, very good. Uh, yes, I like that the Flash takes the centre stage. We don't need Hal Jordan. Attention no, he, he has his own yeah, comic he's got book his own series. Books. You know, the Flash didn't have a comic book series at this point. Like the Flash take control. Um, the art, you know, we can't say enough positive things about Even Reese, can we? No. Uh, it is pretty spectacular. Um, the Atom's Eye view, Atom's Eye, of uh, travelling down fibre optic cables to the battle scenes, to the magnificent shots of the Flash, who is never standing still, apart from at the end where he does look like he's about to cack himself. <laughs> yeah. But you would, wouldn't you? Yes. Surrounded by dead people. Um, Ivan Rice may actually be as good as George Perez. I think he is. To be honest with you. Uh, Atom manages to rip a black lantern apart, which is pretty cool for a small guy. I was quite impressed by that. Uh, Necron has been waiting till the black rings reach 100% before rising and is in collaboration with Scar and Black Hand. How long has Scar been planning this? How long does that go back in the Green Lantern series? Well, since I've never read it in the Green Lantern series, I... No, the ones we've been reading since Rebirth. Well, since it never happened in the Green Lantern series, I think she got attacked by the Anti-Monitor in uh, Infinite Crisis of 52 or something. But um, she must have been thinking about it then, since they were all Jeff Johns things. It seems to me that she's been around for a while, yeah, and that she's been up to no good. 
Well, they were uh, planning, from what we've read in Green Lantern, they were planning Blackest Night before Infinite Crisis. Right, so he's had it in mind ever since More, then. Maybe, maybe after, but I'm not. See, the only problem with reading it as graphic novels, really, you don't get any sense of time, do you? No. I mean, as we've said before, I read four graphic novels in a week so that I could catch up to read this. Uh, the next issue does not carry on in Blackest Night. It yeah. carry on in Green Lantern 48. Where we go back in time a little bit. Yes. More tunes? Yes. Possibly. If there aren't, you can edit this bit out, can't you? Lantern 48, the Blue Lanterns face some fugly beasts. Is that alright? Hmm. Yeah. Your synopsis, boy, for this one. Atrocitus and Laughlees fight over the orange battery and fall out of Laughlees' temple into the jungle below. Laughlees knocks out Atrocitus, which is quite impressive, but then he regrets his actions as he's left helpless, surrounded by many Black Lanterns. Don't! However, the day is saved when the still recruiting light team arrives. They neutralise the threat and try to convince Laughlees to join the coalition. Sinestro and Hal then argue about the Blackest Knight being Hal's fault, but then Atrocitus awakens and smashes the chain Sinestro puts around him before striking down Sinestro. How can Sinestro think this is all Hal Jordan's fault? Because he's still going Other than about, Sinestro's a megalomaniac. He's still going about, Abinsur gave you the ring, and he was trying to stop the Black Lantern. But wait, Abinsur can't give him the ring. Doesn't the ring pick its own host? Isn't that the entire point of this story? Yeah, but... So Sinestro's talking out of his... He had to, Jeff Johns bottom. had to change some stuff, though, to make sense, because 
before uh, all Jeff Jones got his hands on it, I've been so crashed in an aeroplane mm. and gave Haldering. Right. But is that the pre-post-crisis yes. origin? Green Lanterns can fly without aeroplanes. Yes. And the rings choose their own hosts. Yes. So John's changed that to he doesn't trust his ring anymore and uses a plane. Yes, he did, yes. didn't he? Yeah, why was he flying a plane if he can if he's got a Green Lantern? And then he was dying, so maybe the ring chose to give it to Hal Jordan whilst he was dying because it knew he was dying. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just making. I'm, I'm calling um, plot hole on that one. Yes. There's a lot of them. He fights both Sinestro and Hal until Saint Walker, the blue dude, the blue dude, uses his ring to calm them down by showing him images of him and his wife as blue lanterns. All will be well. Mm-hmm. When Atrostus tries to fight again, Hal just chains him up with his ring. Sinestro threatens to destroy all of Laflees' possessions and tells Trostus that after the Blackest Night is over, the Yellow Lanterns will work with the Reds to destroy the Greens. <laughs> Sounds like a rebellion with M&Ms. Yes. Atrostus breaks out of his chains and Laflees grabs Sinestro, telling him that he just wants his own guardian now. Yeah, that was the deal. Well, it was the deal now because it's just been brought up. Then, ahead of them, a huge image of Gene Loring killing damage pops up and the black power battery reaches 100%. Ding, ding! Indigo One picks up the broken black ring and uses it to teleport to the power battery. They end up on Ryut, that's the trusted homeworld, right. where they discover the battery is gone. They also discover that, as I just said, it was the home of Atrocitus after he breaks down on the floor. Ah, poor Atrocitus. Saint Walker and Atrocitus both discuss how they lost their families and Atrocitus condemns the Guardians, threatening to kill them. Lafleys tells him not to kill them all because he wants one of his own and Saeed tells him that she will become his servant once the Blackest Night is over. Ooh, does she honour that commitment? I do believe so. Excellent. Um, it's all about Lafleys, this one. I can't give a rat's ass about Lafleys. Unfortunately, the creators seem to be enamoured of him so we'll probably see a lot more of him. I quite like him. Joy. I'd tolerate him anyway. Uh, there's some guff here about the Guardians making a deal with Laughleys for the good of the universe, which really is pointing to the Guardians getting a spanking at some point. No, they just get the heart tripped out. It does seem to be <laughs> the way it's going in this, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, the reason why Atrocitus wants the Orange Lantern at the end of the last issue is never actually explained in this. Why is there no indicator? Why does he want Orange? Because he's got a Red Lantern, isn't he? Isn't he King of the Red Lanterns? Mm-hmm. I guess so... It doesn't exactly say why he's now chasing the Lothleys. It doesn't say why he wants the orange battery. Yeah, okay. Calling plot hole on that one, then. Mm-hmm. Page 9, panel 2 is quite cool. When yeah. it shows the stop sign. The green stop sign. And um, the image is of Atrocitus Seas aren't real, as the Blue Lanterns haven't been formed for that long, and the Manhunters wiped out right near the beginning of the universe. Mm. So Atrocitus couldn't be that happy with the Blue Lanterns. No, he doesn't seem to be. Uh, and this happens uh, simultaneously with Blackest Night Before. Well, we're getting that a lot now. Now that Hal yeah. Jordan's buggered off to his own book, a lot of what's going on in Blackest Night is happening concurrently with what's going on in Green Lantern, isn't it? Yeah. So, because that's well, that's what's going on in Blackest Night. Flash has said we've got to hold the line till Hal shows back up, mm-hmm. and what Hal's doing is happening in that, such as it is. Got 
Okay, let's get this show on the road, gang. Mondays. Available the third Monday of every month at twotruefreaks.libson.com another cover of dead people yeah we like them we like dead people necron looms menacingly over representations of green lantern flash ice kid flash superboy superman wonder woman and green arrow who's ice ice is that chick though with the white hair she was part of fire and in the justice league she went out with gar gardner oh makes sense i think she's gar gardner's girlfriend so i wouldn't hold your breath for her surviving if she's a green lantern's girlfriend um I hope these are representations and they haven't all shrunk down like a latter-day land of the giants. Or maybe he's grown big. Or maybe he's grown big. Yes, that's always possible. He's dead people, he grows big. He grows like William Hand. Big. Like William Hand. The Guardians realise that the Black Lantern is not on route, but they can sense his presence. He's bought them a nice scarf. Kidding. It's hard work trying to find something that goes with blue. We get a nice two-spread spread of all the different lanterns saying the pompous oath in brightest day and blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight, that those who worship evils might be where my cargo lanterns light. In fearful day, in raging night, with strong hearts full, our souls ignite, when all seems lost in the war of light, look to the stars, for hope burns bright. Tor lorek san bo nakamur, no tromo fan no nek wat ur, ter lantern curlo abin sir, tan lek lek knock, for morrow sir. With blood and rage of crimson red, ripped from a corpse so freshly dead, together we are hellish hate, we'll burn you all, this is your fate. 
In blackest day, in brightest night, beware your fears, made into light. light. Let those who try to stop what's right burn like my power, Sinestro's might. Power levels, 100%. Ding, ding! <laughs> I can't believe you're making me do this. For hearts long lost and full of fright, for those alone in blackest night, accept our ring and join our fight. Love conquers all with violet light. What a pansy. Yeah. Power levels, 100%. <laughs> yeah, happy now. I'm very happy now. All except laugh, Lee's either doesn't have one or can't be arsed. Huh? On Earth, the Black Lantern shines over Coast City and the Flash leads the attack against Necron. Black Hand interferes and it looks like the Flash will have the shortest resurrection since that guy from Jerusalem. However, former Kid Flash, now just Flash, Wally West, is anyone else confused? Shows up and Barry Flash and Wally Flash have a quick game of bring the readers up to date with the plot type conversation. Wally Flash has brought some friends with him and it ain't David Schwimmer. Rather, it's a bunch of high-powered DC superheroes. And Animal Man. Fight like McFighting start Arguably Animal Man could be quite powerful, couldn't he? Yeah. Size of an elephant, power of a puma, oh, all that drivel. He can jump out of the comic, slap Jeff Johns in the face, yes. and jump back in. Because he is aware that he's in a comic, isn't he? Mm. Fighty McFightenstein happens, new Kid Flash, not old Kid Flash, who is now just Flash, but we'll call him Wally Flash, tells Wally Flash and Barry Flash that Dove of Hawk and Dove is now a girl. Uh, not some gender transference superhero deal, rather the old Dove is dead and a new one has taken his place. So it's not like Straczynski writing Loki? No, and just changing his gender. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, whenever the Black Lanterns go near her, she lights up like a glowy Star Trek alien and the Black Lanterns don't go near her again. Wally Flash, Barry Flash and Kid Flash, new Kid Flash, try to rescue the Guardians of the Galaxy from the clutches of the vile Necron, but Scar stops them. However, quicker than you can say cavalry, Green Lantern and the Rainbow Bright Brigade show up and hit Scar with everything they've got. Scar implodes. Indigo One explains that the Lanterns need to recreate the white light that gave birth to life, as this is the antithesis of the death powering the Black Lanterns. The Rainbow Bright Brigade attack, but more black rings spew forth, and Black Hand says it is actually making Necro stronger. The rings resurrect Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. the Batman, and Necron says that all heroes that have been dead and have been resurrected can be controlled by him. This is bad news, because the Black Lantern rings alight upon Wonder Woman, Superman, Superboy, Kid Flash and Green Arrow, all of whom have died and been resurrected. Two more rings zero in on Green Lantern and the Flash. <gasps> this is a great issue. It I quite is. like this one. Yeah. Um, I like the page three and four at a double spread. What, were they all saying their oaths? Yes. Yes, it's actually page two and three, but, you know. Is it? Who's, who's counting maths, boy? I messed up, okay. <laughs> uh, we learn here that Blackest Night, the fictional story anyway, not the comic we hold in our hands, that was written by Jeff Johns, was in the works during Crisis on Infinite Earths. As Not Crisis on Infinite Earths. I refuse to believe this has been in plan since 1985. No, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't. The story has, but the story... Right, the fictional story right. has. Right, so Necron was behind the Barry Allen Flash's death. Yes. Right. Uh, I don't revival. recall that being mentioned in the crisis. No, but... The anti-monitor killed Barry Allen. He didn't. No, well... Barry Allen yeah, died by... Barry Allen died by... Yeah. Paper, but yeah, yeah. Um, as well as other post-death uh, and returns. The ones who had the same death, return and origin, uh, unlike Supergirl, who died during Crisis, 
but was brought back with a new origin. No, it's just far too confusing. So yeah. the Supergirl that died in the Crisis on Infinite Earths is no longer the Supergirl that's running around the DC Universe in a skanky top and short no, skirt. because she had a new origin. So she's an all-new character. Barry Allen, who has not had an origin since his but death. But Barry Allen died in Crisis on Infinite Earths and he's now back. Yes. Okay, explain to me who that Supergirl in Crisis on Infinite Earths was then. A post-Crisis Supergirl. Pre-Crisis Supergirl. Post. Post is after. I know. Pre is before. I know. So the Supergirl that died in Crisis on Infinite Earths... It's not the Supergirl now. No, I know that. So who was she? The one who died? Yes. Pre-Crisis Supergirl. So who was she? Supergirl. It's just a mess. <laughs> DC continuity is more of a mess now than it was when they had the Crisis on Infinite Earth. The point of Crisis was to fix all this continuity drivel, mm. and these people have just made it worse. I have no idea who Supergirl is now, then. Supergirl. Well, I know she's Superman's cousin. But that's it, it's just Superman's cousin. But she didn't die in Crisis. No. So who died in Crisis? Supergirl. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Wally West is a new costume, and unlike Barry's uh, bright red costume, Wally's blends in with the dark background atmosphere. Hasn't Wally's costume always been a darker red than Barry's? No. Has it not? It was Barry's costume, but with a Oh, yes, belt. it was, wasn't it? Ever since yes. his return, he's changed it to a darker one with no pupils. Right. Well, no, he had no pupils in his own series. I've got tons of issues of the Flash upstairs that I haven't actually read yet, okay. that I've been picking up out of the back issue bins over the past couple of months, right. from the 50p bins. Because traditionally the Barry, the Wally West Flash series was quite expensive, yeah. but now I'm picking him up in the 50p bins, and he doesn't have he has Batman eyes, which okay. is to say he doesn't actually have eyes, does he? In his mask, he mm. just has white eyes. Do you know they were going to do that in Batman Begins? Was it? Yeah, give him white eyes. Can you pull that off? In no, film? it looks silly, so they they, they ditched it. But they were they tried it. Um, page eight looks spectacular, and we also get the first look at Superman in his core issues. And the bright colours of the costume stand out against the dull background and punch the readers in the face. Oh, well, uh, Kid Flash was bright colours as well. He was yellow and red. Now, that is a good panel, that. Um, I don't know what Wonder Woman's doing. She's, She's just kind of standing there looking good. Um, my only quibble with an Ivan Reese piece of art. Why, what? Wonder Woman looks like a boy. She's got no figure. Look. Wonder Woman has a lot of things, and one of them is a curvy figure. Well, She's not got a figure. Curvy. There's a point there, it's a point. No, it's and look, point. her thighs are the same width as her calves. The only time I've had any... Well, the perspective's completely wrong, because Superman is behind her, yet he's bigger than her. Because he's... That chest is in front of her, but he's like so behind Can we not just accept that Ivan Rice has made a tiny little error, though? No. Okay, fair enough. That Brazilian artist will never do anything wrong. No, fair enough. Go on, carry on. Um, page 11, panel 1. Which is page 11, panel yes, 1? Yes, that one. Oh, that one where Superman's like just blasting everyone with his heat vision. He, sh- he looks like he's firing multiple laser beams because of how fast he's moving his head. That reminds me of Superman Returns. Does it? Yeah, where he fries all the broken glass with his heat vision. Cat's pooed. Delightful. Yeah. So that it doesn't actually hit the crowd and it just burns. Cool. Yes! <laughs> Oh, the cat's just crapped. Oh. It's uh, smelly. Can we move into the living room? Yeah. Uh, page 14 and 15. Look. Oh, you farted that. Sorry about that. Let's let one go. Oh, that is really horrible. 
Oh, I'm counteracting the smell of the cats. Are you in the middle of a game? Yeah. Oh, cat's pooed. You can touch cat poo, cat. I'd rather not. <laughs> it's mum's cats. Anyway. Mm. Um, page 14 and 15 look spectacular and give you the feeling of flying. <laughs> really sorry. Oh, no. That cat stinks. <laughs> just dropped a steamy one. <laughs> my god my eyes are watering <laughs> oh carry on right we'll try to ignore it yeah. <laughs> yeah some artists can't pull off the feeling of flight but with the angle uh, of the horizon and the characters it works really damn well on this which page is that um, I was distracted by the cat. Poo. 14 and 15, though. No. Oh, the double the page spread of them attaching skirt. Yes, that, that is really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a bit crowded, if I have a complaint. Maybe, possibly, you could have gotten away with just having Larfleys, Hal, and Sinestro front and centre, and then maybe everyone else a bit. But I'm not a graphic designer, so what do I know? Hmm. Um, zombie Batman looks pretty damn awesome. And is by far one of the creepiest blackest, uh, Black Lanterns ever. You think? More so than Blackest Lantern Azrael? Azrael just stands there, like, sticking a knife up some dude. Yeah. Like, uh, Batman's like. They had an action figure out in uh, Forbidden Planet in Manchester last week. I almost bought it. Did you? Yeah, but the 20 quid oh. each. It's a lot of money. It is a pretty good figure, though. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. And you may not know this, but. Well, I didn't. Do you know who this Batman is? I have no clue, because I didn't... Batman's like, hey, I died twice, so I have no idea who the real Batman is anymore. Right, well, this Batman is not Bruce Wayne. Yeah, well, it does explain well, that at the end of the book. It kind of is, but not really. Right, remember those clones, the Batman zombie clone army that uh, was in the issues of Batman I did in the Batman episode? Back in issue two. Episode, episode 2 yes you can part two. listen to that on hakedcomics.com <laughs> no I think it's aplayland.podomatic.com oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know our web address do you no oh, God. I don't need to you do level of professionalism that goes into our show right well Bruce Wayne before he died but after he died because he knew that he was going to die so he buried this and then the but I thought that he didn't die Yes, he did. Right, okay. Oh, unless... He didn't die! When he came to the present, did he bury that so that it wasn't really the present, but the flash... I don't know, it's a Grant Morrison time travel story. Oh, oh. Yeah, so anyway, that isn't Bruce Wayne, it's a clone. Excellent, okay. Right, that's why Necron goes, rise, Bruce Wayne. Right, I see, fair enough. If you didn't know what I was doing, listeners, I Funny was... quote, Mark. Yes. Mm. Um, page 24 in the issue the actual issue those two rings were just on a solid black background mm. but in this hardcover here there is a reproduction of Batman on the previous page yeah very lightly yeah why did they change that I don't know oh. thought you may know that after bringing it to to our attention no I just noticed it oh ok fair enough have you read the actual issue for this, then? I've seen it, yeah. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, so for me, this is a very good issue, actually. Um, Green Lantern comes back and joins the main story again after buggering off to his own adventure for a bit. Um, the first few pages of this are brilliant. Um, it's just frenetic and out there. 
I love the Indigo Lantern's Oath. Which, um, have you been putting them into the show? Um, I've only done one of them, but I've been putting up as they're in the issues. Alright, because that's just brilliant. You'll hear that, because I read that one, because it's fantastic. Um, Laughleys isn't as dull as usual, which makes a change. Uh, Atrocitus and Sinestro calling for him to be killed is both amusing and sardonic. Uh, the dialogue in this is especially funny, uh, I think. Jeff Johns really comes out of his own in this. There's a rot of re- a rot. Well, there's a lot, a lot of that going on. There's a lot of rot, yes. A lot of really good dialogue. Um, it's an excellent extended fight issue, really. Um, and it's brilliant all around. The threat levels are amped up. Just as you think that Hal and Co are going to pull a rabbit out of the hat, the added threat of resurrected heroes being Black Lanterns suddenly kicks it up a notch. Um, and, you, you know, you knew the issue wasn't going to end because there's, there's two more left. Uh, three more left. But the double-page spread of Superman and Wonder Woman and Kid Flash and Connor Kent, Superboy, and all the others, Green Arrow and etc. Little Animal Man, Little animal man in the background. Being turned into Black Lanterns is brilliant. Um, I do like Superman's blackest night costume. Wait, which Superman? I don't know which Superman it is. I don't know which Supergirl it is. This Superman, not old Superman. It's all too confusing for me. Night falls, I fall, and where were you, and where were you, warm skin, wolf grin, and where were you, I fell into
We have to go back to Green Lantern. We have two issues. Is this Green Lantern 49? This is Green Lantern 49. Okay. I can find it because it's hiding from me. Yes, I have found it. And it's time to read. It's my song. It's an excellent song. Sandling Grab Doob Lab Green Lantern 49 is called Semper Fi. The cover is much better to be honest with you uh, I've always liked Ed Beans' stuff or Benes or Benz or however the hell you pronounce his name Ed Beans Do you? Ed Beans um, especially his women yes who were nice and curvy and I, voluptuous I like his and not of. skinny anorexic drug addicts and his supergirl and his power girl especially yeah. she should be just called pillow girl <laughs> uh, this is a really good cover of Green Lantern John Stewart being accosted by the dead so it's not startlingly original no. in the grand scheme of things. But it's very good. Good as it is, I'm getting a bit bored of the skull motif, to be honest Power with Girl can sleep face down. No. I don't think Power Girl can walk properly. It's a good job she can fly. The bad guys hide underneath and just crouch. <laughs> like, she cannot see me. <laughs> if you don't want to suntan, just stand under Power Girl. <laughs> what do you think of the cover, Michael? It's a decent cover. I think it's great. I think it's one of the best ones so far. But I am, like I say, I'm a big fan of Ed Benny's Beans, Benez, whatever. Um, Green Lantern, so your um, yes. synopsis, boy, for this one. On the planet Zanshi. Zanshi! John discovers that the battery belonged to a zombie Green Lantern who was kept alive by an error in his ring called Drick. His so, ring's called Drick? No, he's called Drick. He's called Drick? Yes, and he's right. a zombie Green Lantern dude. This uh, is all pre-Blackest Night. Oh, okay, fair enough. But he's an actual black. Is he not now. the guy who found the Black Power battery? No. Okay, fair enough. Um, when he turns around, he's surrounded by many Black Lanterns. Whilst the Black Lanterns try to mess with his emotions, John throws the power battery into the group of zombies and shoots it with a green rifle, making it explode. John's ability to make rifles and other military arsenal out of his ring is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a question for you that. Yeah. If you shoot somebody with a Green Lantern manifestation gun, thus it has a Green Lantern manifestation bullet in it, yeah. does it really kill them? It could, but the bullet would, like, disappear. Exactly. So if you were a murderer... Oh, yeah. You could murder somebody with a Green Lantern ring, and, get away and there it. would be no murder weapon or bullet. <laughs> that's like the the best way to kill somebody is with an icicle thing isn't it but the green lanterns can't be can kill now yeah there you go right. see I think that's going to be a story somewhere down the line probably possibly John's now dead wife Kat Matua <laughs> attacks him there are some brilliant names in this and tells him about his fear this sends John back into his memories of being in war where he failed to save his friends and killed almost every person there its fear was dying alone in a foreign country. Aww. John accepts that he could have done nothing and uses his immense amounts of will to create his own army Green Lantern Corps. He fights back the, the Black Lanterns, but a young boy shows him that this is all a distraction from what the Black Lanterns are actually planning. As he flies into space, he discovers that Sanctuary 
has been moving and is now hovering over Earth. Ooh. Or above in the Justice Earth, League cartoon, was John Stewart a military man in that? I don't remember. I don't know. You should watch some of them. I do. Because they're really good. They're on Cartoon Network. I mean, I don't watch Cartoon Network. I'm 15. Why would I be watching Cartoon Network? <laughs> and I've got them all. I watch cartoons all the time. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed to watch cartoons. I watched a Bugs Bunny cartoon today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's me does notes first when you do synopses, isn't it? Yes. Uh, oh, that bloody cat. The juxtaposition here of two different art styles in this issue could potentially have been really jarring. But kudos to Ed Benez and Marcos Mars for portraying the flashbacks in such an interesting way that it enhances the story, not detracting from it. So all the flashbacks to John in... Does it say where he is? No. Does it just say generic war? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I buy a different artist, and they're really good, really well done. Um... I'm starting to think that the new DC's reaction to violence is wearing a bit thin. To be honest with you. Why would you think that? Well, I don't think we really need to see numerous faces being blown off and brains being splattered all over the panels to make the point that war is hell. Especially when books like Walking Dead have shown how violence could should be handled in comics. Really. Because The Walking Dead's a violent book. But the violence is A, an adult book, is The Walking Dead. And... It has major consequences for the characters with ramifications echoing throughout the series. Here, the violence, not particularly this issue, I'll give you that, but a lot of the violence and the rest of it has been quite cartoony and Rambo-esque, which, you know, while it's appropriate for Rambo movies, seems out of place in an all-ages comic, but feel free to disagree. No, I agree. Do you? You think some of this was a bit gratuitous for the sake of it? Because, yeah. like, there's a lot of shots here. I mean, there's an entire page. Um, there's just, like, two pages. Two pages of off. John shooting people in the head. Which is fine, because he's a sniper in the army, and that's his job. But I'm sure they could have done that in such a way that we didn't actually have to see the bullets going through the heads. But, you know... No, it could have been a silhouette of a guy falling. Yeah, well, but we seem to live in a society where violence is perfectly acceptable, but God forbid you should show a naked woman. They do that anyway. Who does? I don't know, Gary Frank did. In what? Um, Supreme Power. Supreme Power, yeah. Did they get complaints about that? I don't know. God forbid you should show a naked woman, but let's blow people's brains out on panel. Yeah! (laughs) How cool's that? Don't know about you, I'd rather see a naked woman. Well... But that's just me. <laughs> love, love, love the two-page spread of John fighting back. Do you love that, John? I do. I think that's fantastic. Where he um, has a Green Lantern manifestation of all the army people behind him. Mm. All the soldiers behind him. It's fantastic. It's We should have had Sergeant Rock, though, shouldn't we? Yeah. That would have been quite cool if he'd have shoe on Sergeant Rock. In. Uh, it's very, very good. I'm very, very impressed with that. It's a very good issue. All told. What do you have to say about it, young Michael? Uh, the green colour of John's soldier gear uh, goes... It stands quite out against the dull uh, black background and looks quite cool. Not seeing anything about it uh, standing against his skin. No, no. <laughs> <sighs> You're just wrong. I was have a look at it. It does, though. Yeah. Cool, though. Yeah, it does. 
Um, the painted flashbacks look really good. And although I like Doug Manx art, Ed Beans was a breath of fresh air. See, I'm not a big fan of Doug Manx art, therefore Ed Beans art was infinitely superior. Oh, I like Doug Manx. But that's just me. He draws a great Wonder Woman. Ed Beans? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you just gazed <laughs> off into the middle distance there. <laughs> yes, he does. Ah, Wonder Woman. Yes. Like those shorts. Gazing off his Anyway, go on, carry on. Um, my main problem with this issue is that if every Green Lantern could create their own army, Parallax wouldn't have wiped out the Green Lantern Corps, Sinestro Corps wouldn't have lasted that long, <laughs> and the Blackest Knight would be a lot easier to fight. So, why has only one Green Lantern that's done a, it right that's now? That's a bloody good idea, yeah. Why are they not all down on Earth manifesting 100 soldiers per Green Lantern? So make the wrong Green Lantern. Presumably, who makes then, Green Lantern who makes Green Lantern. presumably, then the Black Lanterns could do that as well. Yeah. So, yes, good point. I hadn't considered that. Um, I'm assured that you're going to insert a tune in here at some point. Yes, because I do think that music is better than us through bickering. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm sure our audience will be well. witty and urbane we are someone out there downloaded I mean purchased a song we played on this one so did they mm-hmm. excellent which one uh, the thingy one the Tori Amos one what from the death episode yeah. happy phantom yeah. if I die today I'll be a happy phantom that one and we'll go playing with nuns out in the yard that one yes yeah it's very good um, yes people do feedback to us Gary yeah. Pete fed back that Captain America could so own Batman's ass in a fight. Balls he could. Ooh, pistols at dawn. But nobody feeds back about the music. I don't, I don't, maybe they just fast forward through the music. Maybe. And all that time we spend editing, we're just wasting our lives. Yeah, and um, killing our laptop. Yes, anyway. So this last issue of the episode. Yes, after this we're having a break. And then we will wrap up The Blackest Night in next week's episode. 
which we're recording in two days' time. Are we? Yes. Right. Just for the sake of argument. Okay. Um, Blackest Night 6. The cover is the cover of the Blackest Night hardcover, except on the no, cover no, of the hard, of the Green Lantern hardcover. Sorry. My mistake. Why have they used a cover from Blackest Night as the cover of the Green Lantern? You've used a cover from Blackest Night as the cover of Green Lantern Core. Oh, okay. I think they used to. They just do, because it looks good. Uh, it's another movie poster type deal of the Rainbow Bright Brigade all glowering menacingly. There's a lot of glowering menacingly on superhero comic covers, isn't there? Mm. It's not a bad cover. It's, you know, the pencils are brilliant, because the pencils are all reproduced on the next page. So once again, Ivan Rice does himself out there. But given that this is such a, a really good, exciting and action-packed story, don't you think some of the covers would have been better being, I don't know, exciting and action-packed? Like Green Lantern punching Necron in the face. Yes! That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Violent cells, doesn't it? They still look good anyway. Mm. The Black Rings are taking over the Resurrected. So, of course, they make an immediate beeline for Barry Allen Flash and Hal Lantern. Newly empowered Black Lantern Superman attacks Hal whilst Necron makes off for McDonald's. Black Lantern Division. You want skulls with that? Barry Flash, refusing to believe that all the compatriots are dead, asks Hal Lantern to throw him a line and, with GL hanging on for dear life, he outruns the Black Rings by running so fast he jumps two seconds into the future, thus severing the Rings' connection. How cool was that? Nah, I'm, I'm going to make a point later. I thought that was fantastic! I'm bored of it. <laughs> Why are you bored of it? I'll make that point later. Okay. Meanwhile, the Atom learns from Deadman that every Black Lantern in the cosmos is coming to Earth. Millions of them. Gantut postulates that, although they are strong enough to destroy Black Lanterns one at a time, to destroy them all, they will need all the combined power of the core. All of them. Green, red, blue, turquoise and pinky russet. Gantet replicates the power rings to temporarily assign them to worthy people to help out until the core can get here. His usage of the term worthy is one I wasn't previously aware of, as Lex Luthor gets an orange ring and the Scarecrow gets a yellow one. The Atom ends up with an indigo ring and Murrah with a red one, and Barry Flash with a blue one. So there's some hope. There's a Barry Flash blue lantern figure in Forbidden Planet There's Manchester. Wonder Woman Star Sapphire as well. Is there? I was tempted to buy it just because of the uh, um, how good it looks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wonder Woman manages to fight off the Black Lantern's ring herself and is immediately claimed by the Star Sapphires and our newly empowered saviors leap to Earth's defence. Ho-ho! What do you think of that one, Michael? Um, I like it. That's it? You no. like it? Um... Okay. I quite like how Barry outruns the ring in the future. I do quite like it. Oh, but, it's cool. Um, I, if you go really, really fast, yes. don't you go back in time, not forward in time? Only in Superman the movie. And in real life, if it actually, if you do actually Yes, do. in real life, I regularly run so fast that I go forward in time. No, didn't Einstein say that if you travel the speed of light, you will go back in time a second? No, isn't Einstein's theory of relativity that the further away you travel from Earth at the speed of light, Earth will continue to age normally, but you will age slower, so that you could f- conceivably come back yeah. to Earth 50 years later, and you'd be like a year or so older, but everyone else on Earth would have aged 50 years. Yeah. So technically, 
that would mean you have travelled in time. Although really you haven't. Time has continued to pass, but you have managed to differently skip over those years in many ways. Anyway, the Flash runs so fast he goes two seconds forward in time. Okay. Which I thought was fantastic. I really liked it. This is also the second time he's run into the future since his return. And then after this, he's then going to go back into the future. But he's not really going to go into the future. He's going to go to a different world because... Flashpoint. Marty! It's your kids! Something's got to be done about your kids! So... Flash going through time is something they're doing a lot. Oh, but he used to go through time all the time. (laughs) In his own series. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind that the Flash can time travel. I find it quite cool. They're overdoing it in the past two years. Uh, Well, see, I've only read this. Have you? So. When he pops out of the thingy and comes back to life in Final Crisis, he then teams up with Wally. But the black... Wally Flash. The black ski racer is chasing him, right? Yeah, is he the black racer? Yeah. Is he a black bloke? I don't know, actually. So he's a white bloke. I don't know. He's called the Black Racer. I don't know. I'll put money that he's black. (laughs) But anyway, so him and Wally start running until they go like a day or a week into the future, and then Doomsday rules the place, so yeah. Right. Time travel. Yes. This issue also answers the question as who's faster, Superman or The Flash? As Superman is one of the first people who gets turned into a Black Lantern, but Flash manages to outrun the ring. Well... One, we already knew who was faster, the Flash or Superman. Do we? Yes. I thought they always got diverted by... No, no, no. There was an issue of Superman in the 90s, which I believe is reprinted in some graphic novel I have up there, Superman versus the Flash. Presumably. Yes, it'll be in that one. Where the Flash wins. Okay. Because the Flash is the fastest man alive. So what's Superman then? He's the fastest Kryptonian alive. (laughs) That's my thinking. Second, um, I don't know what I was going to say then. What was I going to say? That question's already been answered. Oh, and secondly, Secondly. the Black Lantern Rings attack the Resurrected before they really have a chance to do anything about it. Yeah. Whereas, it makes it quite clear on the last two pages of the previous issue of Blackest Night, Hal Jordan blocks his ring with a, a green shield of some description and Flash immediately takes off when he sees what has happened to other people maybe they're far away so you can argue yes that Superman didn't actually have time to do anything about it whereas the Flash saw what happened and thought right screw this I'm running off but not in a cowardly way no we're not I'm going to come back and save you asses later way yes that's very very true and I really quite like the last uh, spread of this what's the last spread John Stewart showing up. No, I, I don't think so. Being chased by. I think it's later on. By land, by black land. That is cool, but I don't want to save Yes, it's that. But all the newly empowered heroes. So yeah. the Flash is a blue lantern, and Scarecrow is a yellow lantern, and Lex Luthor. As an orange <coughs> lantern. As an orange lantern. Which that story's finally concluded. In Action Comics. Yes, at 900. Good. This is finally the conclusion of Lex Luthor. I felt the need to buy Action Comics 900. Did you? Yeah, well, I've got all the others. A, you've not been reading the Lex Luthor no, Action Comics. I'm B, sure I'll pick it up. You've not been reading the Doomsday stuff. No, no, I, did, I didn't realise that when I ordered it. Did you not? That it was part of Return of Doomsday. Mm. Uh, the splash page has, wait for it, wait for it, a, a skull on it! The skull motif is getting a tad 
old. Well, in a comic book about dead people, what do you expect? Yes. Liked the tie into the last issue of Green Lantern with Stuart Lantern legging it with thousands of Black Lanterns in hot pursuit. That's all you see of John Stewart, isn't it? More or less, yeah. So you don't really need to know what his story was. Well, to follow Blackest Lantern. When you're reading this and you know what's going on, and he's yeah, suddenly he just shows up yeah. with a bunch of Black Lanterns with him, doesn't he? Anything else? No, it's me done. Okie dokie. And that concludes part two of our epic, 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 epic Blackest Night coverage. Part three, which will be up next week, unless we put another episode in between, because I'm on Easter holiday, so I get bored easily. So I may do a solo show. Uh, we'll cover Green Lantern 50, 51 and 52 and Blackest Night 6 uh, no we've just done 6 7 and 8 woohoo how exciting is that very exciting so we're doing a podcast that we? I thought I may talk about my, my eBay purchase of Amazing Spider-Man 100 no it's just, just while you were at school that, that's fine just, just to see if it'd be fun to do one on my own that's fine or if I'd be bored but I keep saying what do you think of that Michael and you not being... What there. do you think of the cover, Michael? Michael? Crickets. <laughs> Tumbleweeds. Anyway. I may not do it. No, 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 no. It's, it's you, you, no, you, you do it. You do it. No, no, it's fine. You're not upset or anything? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, on that down note, <laughs> we'll see you for next week's episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey Kids Comics is a The Devil Will Find Work for Idle Hands to Do production. All music used in the show is copyright by their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. Michael and Andrew make no money from this. They do it simply for fun, and because they have too much spare time. Ah. The opinions of Michael and Andrew expressed in the show are the opinions of Michael and Andrew and nobody else. We can be emailed on heykidscomics at virginmedia.com and our website is www.heykidscomics.webspace.virginmedia.com You can friend us on Facebook by going to Hey Kids, all one name, comics, all one name. And now it's time to pick up our bottomless brown bag, don an ill-advised polyester shirt and beige bell-bottoms, and hitchhike down the loneliest road we can find, all the while trying to find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within. You be good to yourself, my friends.